0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't fake it, just bust a move This joint is gonna get you in the mood Yep! Uh, I'm back, you guys! Sorry about that. Took a long hiatus. Uh, you know how it is. Just gotta get through some stuff, but I'm back! Re-energized, and I'm happy. Um, man, we are in Corolla Studios, and guess who's here? And he was on time. Dre. Yeah. On time. Dre left 45 minutes ago. You know why? Why? Total eclipse. Total eclipse! To- Did you see the eclipse, Chris? I missed it. Did you see the eclipse, Nick?
1: How can you tell if you've seen an eclipse? Isn't <laughs> I don't know. It, well, is
0: here's it? the rules. You're not allowed to look at it. I yeah. left
1: I left
2: early, specifically early, so I wouldn't look at it. Like Because <laughs> I was like... I got to get to the studio before this happens or
0: yeah. I don't have the glasses. Yeah, I missed it too. Well, they said you can poke a hole in a piece of cardboard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> None of it makes sense
0: to None me. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. I don't even think there was really an eclipse. I think it was just partly cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like people are posting it. Did you see it? People are posting it like eclipse and I just see a fucking cloud. <laughs> like, What is that? There was the eclipse on Saturday then if that's the case. Chris, is Chris told me not to eat, and he's the one munching down on Trader Joe's beef jerky. What are you talking about, man? See? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Chris locks him on and eats because his cheeks just, like, I They're think perfect. he stores the food on the side of his mouth and chew. like, he chews from the side of his mouth, and then it enters the teeth, and then goes to, like, the tongue, and then it rolls back. There's a path I've carved out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it. Do you know what I'm talking about, Nick? You know how most people put the food in the middle of their mouth? And it sits on their tongue, and you chew on the outside. And then, yeah, it, I think Chris stuffs the side of his mouth because every time he eats, there's like a ball, like a, like a, like a baseball player when he has a wad of chew. That's what Chris. Look, look. Yeah,
2: Dizzy Gillespie. I mean, do you yeah. keep Dizzy the- Gillespie? <laughs> do you keep that around for a little while? Do, what do you?
0: Do- yeah, what are you doing? Are you sucking the juices out? Are you dehydrating the well, beetroot jerky? I mean, you got to chew that for a
3: while, so I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm in it for the long haul. You know, just uh, I guess. but you yeah. chew from the cheek. I'm, I'm i don't know, I'll chew from, every, from everywhere, yeah, man. Yeah, he did, from I, everywhere. Yeah, as long as gets down the gullet at the end, however, her way.
0: Look at him. Listen to that. Yeah. As long as it goes down to the belly. Yeah. Whatever. He's yeah. become a little cocky in the yeah, last couple of yeah. months. Yeah, oh, What are you talking <laughs> about? Ever <laughs> since he came that? back because I eat. <laughs> since he came back with his little his tan. Yeah. And he was out at Monterey. Yeah. Having a, an oyster eating contest with, with himself. himself. He came up, he walked in here. I want everyone to hear this. He comes in, he's like, dude, I just got back from Monterey. You know how it is. Uh, had to, uh, I was hanging out with the millionaires, racing their automobiles. <laughs> Anywho, I scarfed down 47 oysters. I got, we, and both that Dre and I true. were like, yeah, and, and Dre, No, the whole thing is true.
1: Yeah, that's not a hyperbolic number. That's the number that's he the used. Number, yeah, right. like
0: 47. And here's the thing. Dre and I looked at each other and was like, that can't be good. You have to be shitting mercury. <laughs> like mercury is coming. You are like a, a, a human thermometer now. <laughs> That's how much mercury you have in your body. There's no way your kidneys can be functioning correctly after 47 oysters.
1: I've heard oysters are an aphrodisiac. I wonder if when he came back, his girlfriend felt it off him.
0: Oh, she felt it. Oh, she felt it. She, you know what else? She felt like she's being taken advantage of <laughs> yeah. from some dark-skinned man. <laughs> But you're not Chris. (laughs) Yes, I am, baby. This is a different Chris now. I'm a lot tanner now. I know more about automobiles. I chew with my whole mouth. I chew with my whole mouth. Preferably the side. (laughs) Who are you, you imposter? Get out of here. But she's not really wanting him to leave. Get out of here. She's turned on by the whole thing. Yeah, she's turned on. Get out of here. Don't worry about it, baby. I had so many oysters. Get out of here. So that's what happened with Chris Loxamana. He was in Monterey, California. And he came back a browner Man. (laughs) I Sure did. Well, the, I still got the farmer's tan though because I was wearing a t-shirt. Yo, it is so cool how a uh, like especially Filipinos in general when we tan, it's a beautiful tan. It's a nice shade of brown. It's yeah, like people instant, offer me though. sunscreen. It I is just, instant. You have instant tan. I'm white my the whole year until I get to Hawaii and then I become like this this Filipino man. I'm so dark. Yeah, you you're just always dark. You got, a really? Little, you got really you got darker. You got darker though. You, you you noticed? Yeah, I know. I was with you in Hawaii. You what, got darker.
2: What is that internal conversation when you look at me and go, "He's it's gotten darker." Did you, did you share that with with, with Amy or did, no? Did
0: you go? Did you notice? No, I just saw uh, on your Instagram on your Instagram pics. I was like, "Oh, he's using a filter." <laughs> <laughs> he's never this dark. Yo, I hate to say this, Nick, Chris, and I hate doing this, this whole black thing and the stereotype. My Me God, too. bro, you lived the stereotype the whole time in Hawaii. What are you talking you, about, man? You would not get in the water. You should have seen him. <laughs> you should have seen him touch the water like like he's only seen it on the TV. <laughs> He walked slowly to it. The wave started crashing towards him. He ran away from it like it was a water monster. And then he just gave up. After his ankles got away, he was like, man, I'm going to go back to the towel. And then just laid on the towel. Never, ever went in the water. My sister Gemma, she tried to be cute and splash water on her. And then the wave knocked her out. Rolled like three times. And then she just ran. Didn't even look at anybody. Ran and hid underneath an umbrella.
1: So you guys had a little couples retreat in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah we had man. A
0: couples retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma, Dre, Amy and I went nice, to Hawaii. Man. It was nice. It was really nice. It was beautiful. Dre was so funny though. Like it was the funniest thing. What did I I don't understand what I did that was so funny. So I never I don't, wore, I don't never, wore sand, never wore sandals. Always had socks on. <laughs> it is so hot and humid. Socks, full-on socks with shorts to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true.
1: It's very true. <laughs> knee highs, with knee shorts. highs.
0: Cruise with the stripes around the calves. I'm like Dre, Come on, <laughs> hey! I ain't getting no sand on my feet.
2: <laughs> Dude, I went out and got a special pair of Crocs for
0: for those. He for did the trip. get Crocs. It was so funny. <laughs> This grown man was rocking Crocs in Hawaii. That's right, man. Have you been to Hawaii?
1: I have not. my uh, My family went without me when I was like eight. Really? Yeah, my sisters and my that grandma. Sucks. That really
0: sucks. That's a horrible story. That's a horrible story. You shouldn't tell that to you anybody. Not. That's really what happened. Yeah. How old were you?
1: I was. I was. It was during the '96 finals when. Uh, so I watched that with the family I stayed with. But uh, oh, yeah, I Yeah, that. that's, that's 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 not the that's, same that's thing. The, that's the same my thing. kind of paradise. Watching Jordan win rings.
0: That's true. You 96 was good. That was against Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 72 and 10. But yep. Nick,
2: he kind of has to say that now, right? Uh, that, was, that was his personal yeah, paradise. Yeah, he has
0: to say it now. But the whole time he was watching, like when Jordan <laughs> scored, they're like, Jordan with the, with the reverse. And he, and he was like, yeah, but it ain't Hawaii. <laughs> I bet you it's more fun in Hawaii.
1: Hearing ukuleles in my head. Oh, oh, man.
0: I feel so bad, Nick. I'm sorry.
1: <clears throat> One day.
0: One day you'll get to Hawaii. I do a joke about Hawaii, and it's so true. But their favorite vowel is the letter A. That's their favorite vowel. Out of all the vowels, the letter A, right? Right. So all of the streets have at least 17 A's in it. I noticed that. And and it's literally, and and I, I hate to say it, like we have GPS or whatever. You can just go to your phone <laughs> and find out. But even then, your GPS can't even pronounce the the streets right. Right. And then you ask someone for directions and they, they talk to you like like everyone's streets have eighteen A's in it. And they they go and they'll go like this. Yeah, just go na akale yeah. And then make a left turn and then make a left turn, go straight about one mile, oko and then and then make final left on Eda Akale apostrophe eh, 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 eh. A. <laughs> You know they put an apostrophe and three A's after it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: formal spelling.
0: Is that formal spelling? I don't know. Kaya Nakalale.
3: I
1: A's. Yeah, it's Hawaii and Alabama for some reason. They what does A's. Alabama do? They just love A's. A's. Get out. A L A B A M A. Oh, no. just <laughs> Alabama, you jerk.
3: You know what uh, Hawaii looks like they love is uh, the Tacomas. That video you
0: made was awesome. Bro, I did this Tacoma video. That was funny. And then the local news put it on their, their, <laughs> that was their, their broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> was, that it was incredible. was the craziest thing. Everyone in Hawaii was just like, hey, brother, you on the news. <laughs> I'm like, what? And they had me on all of it from like 6 o'clock news, 8 o'clock news, 10 o'clock news. The you know the funniest thing, Chris, is I I'm laying in bed in the hotel and all of a sudden you hear the the news reporter, local comedian Chokoi <laughs> has something funny to say about uh the locals in the Tacomas. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just start playing my clip. That was a funny clip though. That, that was good. I want to make another one. That was good. That was funny. I wanted to buy a Tacoma after that, bro. I'm driving one right now. <laughs> I got into an accident. I got into an accident in my in my Tesla. Okay, yeah. and I hit a curb at about 40 miles per hour. Blew the axle. I think blew everything out, man. This is 20 grand worth of damage, bro. Are you kidding Jeez. me? If that was a Honda, it'd only be like three thousand dollars worth right. of damage. Yeah, this Tesla. They, this is what the guy said to me. He's like, "Yeah, you blew the axle out. You blew the air suspension, and it's brain. You blew Tesla's brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, somehow
1: connected to Elon. He could feel yeah, it, when it. Yeah, happened. that's what he said. Yeah, every time
0: a Tesla gets into an accident, Elon goes ow. Oh! <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, what's that movie Unbreakable? What is? This? Is it Unbreakable or Breakable? With what's Bruce
1: it? Willis? Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that called?
0: unbreakable. Unbreakable? Yeah, yeah, he was like he's like Samuel Jackson, right? He feels everything. Oh! Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. So Mr. Glass and Bruce Willis, what was his character?
1: He could not uh. he could not get hurt. But he,
0: but Mr. But, Glass felt everything.
1: Yeah, he got hurt after everything. He'd fall down and break every bone in his body. He yeah, was
0: fragile. But no, was he feeling the pain that Bruce felt? No. No. He was just he would just always hurt himself. Yeah. Well, what kind of superhero is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he's you, not a superhero, was he?
1: No, he was a villain. He used his mind to to mess with people.
0: But then he couldn't, he just always oh, broke something. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad he glad glad. Did
1: Toyota hit you up? Because like, I feel like you did more for them than...
0: Than Toyota themselves? Yes. I'm telling you, bro, that thing went viral, man. It was so funny. That definitely should be an endorsement situation. Right? I think so. It was so I funny. It, it was funny, man. Everyone was dying, man. So, anyways, my Eclipse, uh, my Eclipse, my Tesla, <laughs> my Tesla, yo, the, the whole thing is broken. It's going to be, here's the thing, here's the good part and the bad part about Tesla. Good thing is, dude, I've never been to a gas station. I have this rent a car, and I, dude. Oh, you don't even... Bro, I've been to the gas station like 19 times. I hate it. it. You hate it, don't you? Every time I look at the thing, it's like the orange lights on. I'm like, really, Toyota? (laughs) Stop eating so fast. (laughs) (laughs) You're just gobbling away (laughs) on the gas, bro. Tesla drove all day. Didn't have to worry about it. Go home, plug it in. You know what I mean? So that's gone.
1: You haven't ran out of gas yet, have you? Stranded, Have to have Dre pick you up? (sighs) Oh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but check this out. This is the bad thing about Tesla. No one ever has the parts. Like, Tesla never has the parts. They're like, okay, we have the axle, we have the wheel. We don't have any more Tesla brains. There's no more brain left? No more brains, and you also snapped its spinal cord. <laughs> I had no idea Tesla had a spinal cord, but... I severed it. The the what is the number four number four vertebrae. Your Tesla is now suing you. <laughs> My Tesla has to wear a neck brace. <laughs> it's the worst, man. So what they do they got to do? They it have takes, to make. They have to make physically. Basically, make the part. because each part is made for one car, so it's like you got to wait. So I've been waiting this whole time. I had a gig. I was practicing for Fallon, right? So I did the Jimmy Fallon show, Tonight Show. And um,
1: Congratulations. Thank you. And, and it was
0: like it was my first time in like 11 years or something like that, or 10 years. I can't remember the last time I did it, but it was a long time since I'd done a, a TV show set. And it's a lot harder now because now they are, they're like PG, PG. Yeah, you can't say anything. They didn't even want you to do accents or anything. Oh, crazy. really? Yeah, they were just like, hey, let's just kind of keep it PG. We don't want any letters coming in about you doing a voice. You know what I mean? Which is understandable. You
2: not, know what I mean? re- not
0: really. I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I guess not. The, but, if you're doing a character. I I don't know I don't I don't want to bad you know, I'm happy they no, put no, no. me on
2: I, I get it yeah but but, but you just, know
0: they got the rules and they got their they they got certain things I just that mean they, the industry as a whole I'm not specifically saying but but who messes that yeah the industry as a whole yes but who's messing this up for them you know what I mean it's not NBC NBC's just like they just want to be like all right cool we <laughs> yeah, you right. know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like because it's like okay like when we do something our complaints are maybe like three people on Twitter right right now times that by a million it's like it's it's a headache that doesn't need so i get it you know what i mean like whatever but i mean i had to practice that set oh my god because you got to send it in word for word wow and then you got to say it word for word and then you got to keep it under four and a half well not under but it's got to be four and a half minutes but you know but you got to include applause breaks you got to include like you know what I mean? You just yeah. got to, oh, it's so, it was, it was something, man. It was, I was like, I felt like I was like Rocky just training <laughs> for, 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 uh, you know what I mean? Like to, yeah. But that's fight Clever Lang. But that's the thing is
2: you do, you do an hour and a half for three, four days a week. Yeah. And that, and that four and a half
0: minutes is work is real. It work. was real work. Yeah. Because at one, I'm a storyteller too. So I, la- I'm not really a joke teller. I like right. to tell the stories. Don't get me wrong, they're jokes, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get them in joke form, but I just, I like to to describe, I like to reenact, I like to do all that stuff. And to cut all that fat out and just get it within four and a half minutes, I was like, oh, God, let's do this. But I was going up everywhere, bro. I went up in Hawaii. Really? I went up to an open mic, man. They do? You I, didn't know that? No. Nah. You didn't know that? Mm. Okay, do you go
3: as Joe Coy or do you put like a little costume on? So, so check
0: that. Yeah, I put on a funny mustache and glasses. Go <laughs> <laughs> as one of the Marx Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so there's this. Okay, we're eating at this salad bar. Okay, you already left. That's right, you left yeah. already. So uh, we're eating at this one of those uh, Chipotle salad bars, you know, where they just make it for you fresh. And this girl starts crying. She's like, Oh my god, you're Joe Coy. I like you're you're the reason why I want to do stand up and I just wanna be a stand up comedian. You're like my God. You're like my god. Like all I do is watch your clips on YouTube and I got all your stuff. And oh my god, I just I can't believe I started crying, so I took a picture with her and everything. And and I'm like, So are you going up? Are you doing stand up? Like she goes, I want to so bad, but I, I haven't done it yet. She goes, I'm going to the blah blah blah. She names off some bar, right? Did it have a lot of A's in it, the bar? <laughs> the lot of what? A's. Yeah, I went to the Ale Kalea okay. Kalea O'ala bar. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, she goes, I'm going there. To, there's an open mic there tonight. I'm going to go. And I'm like, are you going to go up? She goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go up. So I'm talking to Amy, right? And Amy's like, you should go. Just show up. So I showed up. Oh, that's dope. Ooh. I showed up at this bar. It's like, and this is a bar. Like, you know, like this is back when I was starting comedy. And you're just like put a microphone over there man i promise I, I'll, I'll get them laughing you know yeah. what i mean and that's exactly what was happening there was this it was in the corner there was a little stage though but i mean it, all the lights are on all the monitors are on sports center everything's playing <laughs> yeah, everyone's talking everyone's <laughs> talking There's glasses are clinging cl- together yo the kitchen door is wide open <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and and it was just pure chaos and uh and you can tell the comics see that I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, they're all, they, they, oh shit, Joe Coy's here. And I'm just standing there, and then I find that girl. She's there! And, and I look, I'm like, did you sign up? And she's like, oh, no, no, they said that the, it's full already. I'm like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> like what are you, are you kidding me right now? Like, I can get you up right now if you want. Like, do, do you want to go up? She's yeah. like, she's like, no, no, it's okay. I'm like, look you're never going to go up if you keep saying no. Like, you're here now. Just go up. The more you say no, the easier it is to say no. And, and you'll, you'll eventually never go up. And she's like, no, it's okay. And I go, if I go up, will you go up? And she's like, are you serious? I go, I'll go up. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll go up. I don't care. Right. And she's like, okay. And I walked right over, saw the guy that's hosting. Yeah. And I go, hey, uh, do you mind if I do some time? And they're like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Like, we all saw you over there, but we didn't know what to do, man. We didn't want (laughs) to walk up to you or say anything. But you want to go right now, man, and just close it? (laughs) And I go, Yeah, let me go, man. Let me go up. So I signed, uh, I put my name down and stuff. And he's like, Yeah, whenever you want to go up, just let us know. I'm like, Yeah. And I want this girl to go up, too. Yeah. So she signed up, too. I went up, man. That was amazing. I think I I did like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah? And uh, it was so funny because they all started calling their friends. (laughs) Like, Joe, who's here? Joe, who's here? And then slowly the bar just started filling up with locals. (laughs) 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 It was the coolest thing. Yeah, Yeah, then it was to the point where everyone was just, it was there.
1: Did they all have their phones (laughs) out too? filming it? No, no,
0: everyone was respectful. Cool. There was a well there was one person that uh this is funny too. I go there was one girl that put her phone up and started recording. I go, Hey you gotta cut that uh, if I'm gonna bomb here tonight, uh, I don't want it documented. <laughs> but uh, yo, that I, I killed it, man! It was great, man. Everyone was coming out. the 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 cook in the back called his wife. She came in with her pajamas on. <laughs> Swear to God, there was a comedian. Uh, I forget their name. They were all nice, man. They were all funny too. But there was this one comedian that uh, he called his wife who just had a baby a month ago. And he's like, hey, is the baby asleep? Get over here. <laughs> Joe's on stage at the Capolacuano bar. And they all came, bro. Everyone. It was so cool, That's man. Right, man. It was I wish yeah. I would have recorded it too. Yeah. But uh yeah. So, anyways, that girl didn't go up. She still didn't go up. She didn't go up. And I go, you're kidding me. I go, Did did you not see what I just did? Like, I did not have to do that. Like, that I was, worked. That
2: was her moment.
0: I, I said that to her, and her boyfriend was right next to her. Finally, here because when I got there, her boyfriend wasn't there. And then when I then when I was there, uh, I think she called her boyfriend. And he showed up, yeah. and then uh, and he was like, he was like, "Yeah, babe, just go up, go up." And I'm like, "Dude, this is this is that moment when you should go up. You watch, the night I mean, that I bring you up." Like, have you watched the Defiant ones? No. Oh yeah, yeah, that? I did, I did, you I did. Saw yes, that. yes. So, and I
2: have a point to this is when Jimmy Iovine is, is telling the story about. He has the choice of either on Easter Sunday staying home with his family or going to work in the studio. Yeah. And he walks in and John Lennon's there.
0: Yes. It was that kind of it's moment. It's that moment. Yeah. It was that kind of moment. Do I Easter egg hunt with my four-year-old daughter? <laughs> <laughs> and You know what I mean? And and just watch her grab eggs? Yeah. Or right. get a chance to, to make to, music with somebody that's probably not going to be around in another year. Yeah. But he doesn't know that, right? But that's the opportunity, right? Exactly.
2: so right? I mean, Yeah. So that was the that was her moment. That, yeah. That was her John Lennon moment. You're her
0: John Lennon. I, she did say I was God to her. <laughs> I I was kind of like disappointed in her. I was just like, come on, just just go up, just yeah. go up. Like you don't understand. Like this moment's not going to happen. I go. It's going to be even harder next week right. because I'm not here. It's going to be, these guys are wolves, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. they, they, no one wants to give up stage time. Right. Ah, oh, man, I felt bad. Um,
1: yeah, it's a think, bummer. She'll think about that I forever. Hope she's,
0: I hope she's listening. But you know what? I had that same moment. Did I ever tell you my story? My moment? Did I ever tell it on this pod? Yeah, I did? Yep. About Ari Spears? I don't know if you told it on the pod, but- I don't think I, I've, I've, have I've you heard, heard story that story. About Aerie okay, so here's my moment. And I, I feel bad because I'm not doing the story justice because the host is still there at the comedy store. The host, every Sunday, they do a potluck night where they mix pros with you know open micers. You got to sign up and people sign up like at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon or, or even earlier. I don't know when they – but they sit out there and wait because they want a good spot and, and, and perform at the uh, comedy store. So I put my name on the, on the list and then I come back that night with my friend – and uh, it was actually my mom's uh, my mom's best friend's daughter. Her name's Leilani, and uh, and we go there, and she drives me there, and uh, and the, I, I'm standing, I'm waiting for my moment. And I keep getting bumped, I keep getting bumped. Now it's like almost ten o'clock at night, right? Mm-hmm. And the host, I forget his name, he looks at me, he goes, he's like, hey man, you're going up in two more two more comics. You ready? Two more comics. I'm bringing you up. I was like, okay man, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, I got this, I got this. And then they bring Aerie Spears up, and this is Aerie Spears before Mad TV and all that. This is like young Aerie Spears, right. man, just a beast, man. And and dude, he's crushing, like just crushing, like right. like like you've never seen before. Just like oh my god! And then while Aery Spears is up, he's like, okay, you get ready, man. I'm, I'm bringing you up after the next comic, and I'm like, I, I don't think I'm <laughs> gonna go up. I said that to him. Right. Right. I, don't, I don't think I'm going to go up, man. I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, he's he, like, I can't follow that, man. Like, I, I'm good. I'm good. And then that, I forget the guy's name. I wish I knew his name, man. But he's like, he's like, all right, well, I'm just saying, man, you should just go up because you're probably never going to go up ever again. He goes, after tonight, you're probably not going to go up again because it's that easy to say no. Wow. It's hard to say yes. Right. He goes. Once you get up there, man, you, you're you're gonna always do it. But the more you say no, you're never gonna go up. Right. You're always gonna be scared of that, man. So just go up. And I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I go next time. I'll, I'll come back next time. Yeah. And then he just goes, All right. And He just turned around, and I just remember how he turned around, just like, like disappointed. Yeah. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. he just knew, like you're not, you're not gonna come back. Right. Like, it's, it's done. And that – dude, that killed me for so long, man, like for, for like a year, two years. I was just like, why did I bitch out like that? Right. But then I started building like a little following in L.A. And then, uh, and then next thing you know, I moved to, to, to L.A. And then I get the Jimmy Kimmel show. And that dude's host – he's the host of Jimmy Kimmel now. Like he does audience warm-up. Got you. Yeah. And I walked up to him and I was like, I just want you to know your words cut so deep that, like, I went into Overdrive.
2: Yeah.
0: And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Like, he was so happy that I said that to him. But yeah. I was like, I just want you to know, man, I'd never be here on this show if it wasn't for you saying that yeah. backstage, uh, I, I, you know, at the comedy store. So it was kind of cool. Like, that was my moment, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, right, I, right, right. I messed up. And it wasn't a knock, it's not a knock on that girl. Nah. Because
2: everybody has that fear. Yeah, And everyone. It's, and it's crippling fear.
0: It is. Dude, first of all, public speaking is just hard. Yeah. Like, just to stand in front of, like, eight people, like, like if you're a- at work and they go, hey, we need you to talk to, you know, your staff real quick and blah, blah, blah. And, and talk, like, people dread it. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. You know what I mean? And, and now imagine trying to make a bunch of strangers laugh right. at what you think is funny. That's even harder. Yeah, yeah. But um but you know what's even cooler? You want to hear another part of the story, Chris? Yeah, well first off, are you talking about Dom Barris? Dom Barris, that's him. Oh my him. god,
3: are you serious? Yes,
0: Dom Barris, that's him. I had no idea. Yep. Crazy. Dom Barris said that to me. And it, it cut so deep, bro. You don't understand, man. It was like I remember like I couldn't sleep. Because that was – it was my dream to be a comic, man. And here I am bitching out because I saw Aerie Spears just cru- – mind you, I'm not saying crush. I'm saying full-on <laughs> destruction of a room. Like like a bomb blew up and destroyed everything that could laugh.
3: Blittering. If
0: you went up after it, you would be talking to dead people. <laughs> he, was, he was on so much fire.
2: Right.
0: Aries is a beast. Yeah. Like he's so like he will crush a room. And if you would have saw him then, yeah. when he was like, I need some mad T V money, right. like I wanna be famous. Yeah, he was hungry. He was hungry, bro. He was out, he was like search and destroy, bro. He was a beast, man. <laughs> And, like no one should have went up. They should have said good night.
3: Everybody should have quit comedy. Yeah, night. it was it was
0: that. Yo, I still remember his outfit, man. Like that's how much it yeah. burned into my memory. He had on this big white oversized white shirt and some jeans, oversized jeans and some Air Force ones and a backwards Nike hat, uh, a uh, Yankee hat. Yeah, like I remember exactly what he was wearing, man. Like it just burned into my soul. Like <laughs> I, I've never seen anyone destroy a crowd like that. It was nuts, bro. You should, you should see what I'm imagining right now. It's, it was, pretty- bro. If you ever been to the original room, like you've been to it, right? Yeah. There's something about that room, man. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, you've seen the original room, yeah. right? It, it's it's like it's crazy because it, it just breathes comedy, and when when the when the stars are aligned and the things are. Right in place, it it's there's no room like it. Right. And that's what happened that night. <laughs> it was it was all the stars were aligned and mine worked. <laughs> oh. Mine was the eclipse. I had an eclipse that day. <laughs> but dude, uh yeah, Dom Barris, man. And 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 you know another cool thing is Aerie Spears. So it all came full circle, man. And I hope this girl does it to me someday. Right. Cause it does come full circle because because uh, I said that to Don Barris, you know, at Jimmy Kimmel, you know what I mean? And and, and I just thanked him, man. Like, you are the reason why I, I pushed forward, man. So just – I don't know if that holds any value to you, but I'm pretty sure he said it to a million comics. But, like, that shit cut deep, bro. And then, because uh, he was like, "I'm, I'm gonna prove him wrong." Like I was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. know, I'm prove him wrong. And then uh, seeing Ari Spears just like destroy like I've never seen before. You know what I mean? Because oh, here's another thing. This is back in the day where you only seen a handful of comics. Right. Like all all I knew was whatever I saw on Def Jam, and of course the the other famous guys. That's yeah. all I knew. I never knew about the cats that are. Coming up at the comedy store. Like, you don't know those guys. Those those guys are legends, you know what I mean? Right. Until they get their deals or their TV shows. It, it's all word of mouth. It's like, yo, I was there Sunday night. There was this kid named Aries. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like that. Yeah. So I didn't know about those guys yet. I'm still in Vegas trying to do open mics, you know what I mean? So anyways, uh, no, I haven't even done open mics yet. That's how far that back point, it goes. No. Nah. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, uh, uh, co- come full circle. Now it's like, I don't know, 18 years since that moment happened <laughs> with Aries beer or whatever, right? Yeah. I can't remember the exact years, but it was a long time ago. God, no, it's been like 20-something years, like 25 years ago. Wow. Something like that. Twenty, Yeah, 25, 26 years. Dang. <laughs> I'm tripping right now because my son's 14. Yeah. That's nothing. Right. I was
1: three when that happened. When my son
0: was born no 26
1: years ago when, <laughs> yeah when 20, this happened.
0: yeah because I was doing I was doing stand-up 13 years before my son was born right yeah so this was 26 27 years ago wow. oh my God I've been doing stand-up for a long time <laughs> <laughs> oh my God so anyways fast forward to Spears he's at the laugh factory he's just trying to run through a set yeah he's like I just want to do five minutes real quick and he comes up. And he looks on the wall and, you know, it shows everybody's set yeah. and he's going up before me and I'm standing, I'm standing right by the, uh, and we talk, you know, we, but we only talk when we're at the club. This yeah. is back in the day. Yeah. This is like, I was at the laugh factory. He's a laugh factory comic. And we only like, it's like, Hey, what's up, Joe? Hey, what up Aries, You know what I mean? It's yeah. a, It's that level, but we, we both appreciate each other's work or whatever. Right. But I never told him my secret. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And then, uh, and then he, he he's up before me. Right? So at this point, he has no idea that has no that, one, that happened. None, none of he it. don't even know who I am. Right. He doesn't even know. So uh, so now he's up before me, and he just wants to run through like a, a lot. I think he's doing a TV set or something. Like he's working on new stuff. Yeah. Like he's not going to go out there and, and do what he normally does, which is destroy. You know what I mean? Right. So he looked at the list, and he goes, all right, good. He went like that. And I go, oh, what's up? He goes, oh, I just, he goes, I, I didn't want to go up after you, man, because, like, dude, man, you, sometimes you be killing it, man, yeah. and, like, I'm just trying to work out some stuff and, and like, right. you, you just crush it, bro, yeah. like, you, you're you a hard dude to follow, man, like, he said all this stuff to me. Yeah, that's dope. And my my heart just started pounding, because, one, it takes a lot to say that to another comic. Right. And, two, you're Aerie Spears, you're a beast, you know what I mean? So, uh... I just looked at him and go, hey, can I tell you something? <laughs> and I remember this moment, man. He was at the bottom of the steps at the Laugh Factory, right on the side of the stage. And I just looked at him, man. And it was, I think it was a Tuesday night or something like that. And I just go, bro, dude, I signed up for potluck night uh, at the comedy store. And you were on stage. And you were killing so hard. <laughs> I went home and rethought. <laughs> Like I told myself maybe I shouldn't be doing stand up. <laughs> that's how hard you crushed. You scared me I think I peed a little bit. When they said you're going up after him and I was like I can't I can't do that. Yeah. There's no way. And he was like, "What? Word? Oh man, all right. Well, good. I'm glad you blah blah blah." Like but it was such a bonding moment between right. Aries and I. And like to this day, man, we're we're just like that's how we are, man. We're cool like that. Yeah, it, We got this little bond, man. It's kind of cool, yeah, man. Yeah. And we crushed it, It's so funny. We did this one radio show, and we were co-headlining. Uh, I close, and Aries is going up before. And this is that radio show. It's like 13,000 people, whatever yeah. it is. It's huge, man. It's like in an amphitheater. And it's you know, co-headlining, Aries Spears, Joe Coy. It's crazy, right, how it comes full circle. He goes up and crushes. Yeah crushes right and then uh, and then now it's my turn right and then he, he walks up and he's like he slaps me just gives me like he gives me five and yeah. it's like yo man destroy that shit like it was so cool man like I, I don't know if I can if that explains anything but it's just it's it's really cool man like like the respect you no, get, I get from, it it's like, like
2: it's like those are almost bookends so to speak yeah you know, I mean, of, of like the beginning and then not the end but that the the, the uh, transformation into
0: yeah, and mind you, it could have went either way. Uh, you know, we yeah. were we were both headlining, we were both on the same card. It was just I I got to go up after him. Yeah, and believe me, you don't think I was shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Especially when he started playing that track, and, yeah. and and now here he goes, he's about to do, he's about to do jiga, yeah. he's about to do l, and right. and 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 the crowd, and and this is the perfect setting for that bit. And I'm just like, ah, here we go again. The comedy (laughs) store all over, man. I went up, though. Yeah. I went up. But it's those moments, man. It's like, yo, seize those opportunities. But I'm I'm not saying, like, it's going to be the end all. You know what I mean? But it's like, it could go two ways. It could burn you, and you'll never do it again. Yeah,
2: it'll break you. It'll definitely show where you're at. And there's a lot
0: of people that get broken by it. Like, I'm never going up. Screw that. That, that, uh, That's dangerous. (laughs) Right. Or it can burn something in you, like burn you so bad that, that it eats you up inside. And that's what it did. It ate me up, man, like for years. I was just like, and, I, and oh, and then he got Mad TV. Then he got uh, Jerry Maguire. Like, yeah. And I was just like, yo, that's the dude that ended my soul. <laughs> that's him. Isn't that crazy? It's a trip, man.
3: But anyway. Cool story. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool that like you get inspired by it rather than just bummed out like yeah. you're not good enough, but you think, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it even harder now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's what you get to do with those moments. That's the cool thing. God gives you that opportunity. Yeah. You got two choices, man. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's scary when you think about it. It is. It is, huh? Yeah. Like, I can't explain stand-up. Like, it, stand-up is scary, man. Anyone that's deciding to do stand-up or I always wanted to be a comedian or I, I want to get into stand-up comedy, I'm going to tell you right now, it is so scary. <laughs> it really, really is, man. It's really it, – it. It you don't get to start off – that's why I get so mad when I bring cats up and I and I let them open for me. And I'm j- I look at them and go, bro – You have been so blessed right now. Like, I am blessing you with this stage, with this many people, because when I came up, it was bars where they were sitting people on the side of the dance floor because they didn't want to ruin the dance floor because it was made out of wood. (laughs) Do you know how much it costs to make this dance floor? We're letting you perform, so just let the people sit on the side. If you're funny, they'll laugh. Like that's how these managers (laughs) would talk. They would talk to me like that. It was like going up on stage before the band. You got the full on set drums and bass trumpets. And you got the guy you got the guy tuning his guitar sitting on the monitor while you're trying to tell jokes. Right. Like horrible opportunities. I did this Jewish – oh, I did God. a Jewish fundraiser, Dre. Uh-huh. Chris, I did a Jewish fundraiser with Sandy Hackett, Buddy Hackett's son, at this restaurant with no air conditioning. And they were paying $500 a plate, right? 400 500 whatever it was because it was all going to donation. And Sandy provided the, the entertainment, which was just two open micers and him. You know what I mean? And then I closed it. In this bar – not bar. It was a restaurant, right? And you know the booths? You know the, uh, the six-person six booths? Yeah. They put a piece of plywood over it. And that was the stage. <laughs> and then, you know those those lamps that you hang on the – you open the car hood and you hang the lamp and you work on your car at night? Yeah. You know that lamp? And it has like a cage. It looks like a catcher's mask. You know that light? <laughs> yeah. That was the light. He laid it on the st- Sta- well, not even stage, on the plywood, pointing up towards us. And then here's the here's the best part. Karaoke machine. It was a monitor. You know those monitors with a tape deck? Yes. You put a tape in it, yep. and then you plug your mic, and you get to sing on top of the, the yeah. song? Yeah. No tape. He just let us talk <laughs> in to the microphone. It was a karaoke machine. Oh,
2: man.
0: It was, bro. It was so br- That was one of the most brutal gigs I've ever had. It was, I couldn't believe Oh, it. it's terrible. Rabbis in the front. <laughs> Rabbi, I, I hope you're funny. <laughs> you better be really funny, kid. I'm telling you now, this food was not good. <laughs> not for $500. I hope you're good. Do your best, kid. It was, bro. And, that those are the gigs man and that's why stand up is so it, and i'm not trying to discourage you don't get me wrong i'm just saying be prepared enjoy the moments yeah because the cool thing about those moments is one it makes you prepared for the big shows when there's a thousand people you your mouth goes yes yeah. you don't understand i was in a restaurant with eight people <laughs> This is, this is what I've been dreaming about. I'm ready. Of course you're ready. You made eight people laugh. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Miyagi. It's like Miyagi training, you yeah. know? That's why, like, if you're thinking about doing stand-up, I'm telling you right now, yes, it's scary, but, I'm man, it's addicting, bro. And the minute you go up for, like, like the first three times you go up, you're addicted. You can go up anywhere. Yeah. I'll go up anywhere. I don't care, bro. Don't get me wrong. I'll still get... I'll still get the uh the cotton mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll still get it. Okay. But like the fear ain't there. I'm excited more excited if anything. You just want that, that feedback. Yeah, yeah, man. That instant feedback. Bro, when I when I went up in Hawaii, and that was the first time I did an open mic in I don't know how long. Yeah. <laughs> but when I went up and and just making it come to a complete silence was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Just like All these other comics, don't, by the way, by the way, these comics were funny. These, all these Hawaiian comics, if you guys are listening to Hawaii, go support, especially Maui, go support these local comics because you guys have a nice little scene going on right now and they're very funny. But, I mean, you could tell, man, it was like, it was, it was rough, man. They they were washing dishes and clanking (laughs) drinks and and complaining about orders and, you know, these guys are just muscling through and, uh, and then uh but it was really cool to actually see everyone just stop doing what they're doing and then just form this like half circle around me. I was yeah. like, Hey, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Hey, this is all right. Cool, man. Yeah. I felt really good. I mean, anyways, uh, that was a long story. I got another one. You guys want another long story? <laughs> yeah.
1: That first one was great. <laughs> I'm gonna give <laughs> you yeah,
0: all- I haven't seen him forever. Yeah, give give me all, all the right. stories. All right, check this one out. This one's pretty cool. Um uh, What's up, Joe? I want to talk to the Koi Pine listeners
4: about Grubhub. You know, it's a really weird time. Everybody can tell we're doing these ads on our phones right now because everybody's, you know, doing social distancing. We're all separately in our homes. And Grubhub is one of the ways that we can help save the restaurants
0: we love. Oh, exactly. By the way, my son is in love with spicy chicken sandwiches. How is he going to get that? Can't leave the house, but
4: he can get it from Grubhub. Yep. And this is how we keep those places open. Every order on Grubhub helps support your local community as restaurants rely on delivery and pickup orders during this time. Contactless delivery is available, you know that? You can actually say in the Grubhub app, this has to be contactless delivery, meaning you're not gonna actually touch you know, somebody or encounter them, you have gotta stay six feet apart from the person
0: and they'll just drop it off outside your door, I believe. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the best way to feed your family right now. You want to go out to eat? Have Grubhub get it for you.
4: That's right. Special promotions will be available daily. Look for neighborhood specials so you can save money and save a restaurant. Your yes. pickup or delivery order can help save a local restaurant during this difficult
0: time. Yeah, you guys, let's all work together. and Grubhub is helping that.
4: You can also donate your change on every order to support the Grubhub Community Relief Fund to support restaurants and drivers impacted by COVID-19.
0: That's a beautiful thing, man.
4: And there's this one special thing for just for the Koi Pond listeners. If you download the Grubhub app and enter code, promo code Koi Pond, you'll get $10 off $15 or more for new diners. That's promo code Koi Pond.
0: Promo code one more time,
4: Koi Pond. Yep. For $10 off any order of $15 or more for new diners, so download the Grubhub app today and use promo code Koi Pond to enjoy the restaurants that you love delivered.
0: Go get something to eat now. So now I'm 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 in I'm in the game about man, I'd have to say I'm in the game about nine years now. I'm in the game nine years doing stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I I start I make friends with a guy named Honest John. Uh, and this is a long story. I don't know why I'm doing this. But, anyways, I meet with Honest John, very funny co- comic, you guys. Go see him if you see, uh, look him up, support him, go see him. He's very funny because he gave me a lot of opportunities and I should pay him back. I should actually call him, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. But, anyways, uh, I will call him. After this pod, I'm calling Honest John right now and I'm gonna take, you know, yeah. uh, link up with him. But, anyways, um, he was a big BET's comic, BET Comic View comic. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, and I met him through BET's Comic View, right? right? Um, and he was kind of like that old white guy. Yeah. Remember him? I remember him. Remember yeah. him? Yeah, old white she guy, stoner funny. hippie, and he made black people laugh. Yeah, and that's all he did was black rooms. He did he did the deaf comedy jam tour. He did uh, the black comedy college tour. Actually, that's where I met him. The black college comedy tour, and uh, BET's comic. That that's all he did. Yeah, and uh, and he was notorious everywhere. Every room. He he was up, and and I was kind of like riding on his coattails, always calling him up, asking him if he can get me a gig. And he's like, "Yeah, man, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you to Bob Sumner." And Bob Sumner was a guy that created uh, Def Comedy Jam with right. L. L. Russell. And uh, I'm gonna introduce you to Bob Sumner, man. And, uh, and he introduced me to Bob Sumner, and that's how I got on Deaf Comedy Jam tour, okay. right? Yeah. And then, anyways, from that uh, meeting, all these cats like. Uh, uh, you know, Def Comedy Jam, BET's Comedy View, and, you know, all these, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm performing with a lot of black comedians. I start getting on a show. I got on a show called uh, Fat Tuesdays, which okay. is also at the Comedy Store in right. the main room. Hosted by Guy. What well, year is
2: this, roughly? Like-
0: this is, God, man, I don't even know, man. I really don't. Okay. I, I can't even remember. It's been so long. Yeah. So if I threw a number out there, I'm probably lying. <clears throat> but it was In the a the 90s, though. It was before my son was born, so yeah, it was okay. 90s. Okay. It was like 96, whatever. Okay. So uh, and, uh, anyways, uh, I'm performing with Joe Torre. So Joe Torre, I don't know if you... Do you guys know Joe Torre? But Joe Torrey's like a... Yeah. He's, he's a Def Jam legend. Yeah. He took over for Martin Lawrence. When Martin Lawrence left, Joe Torre took over the show. And Joe Torre was like... Like, to me, like, when I saw Joe Torre, like, like, as a kid, I was like, yo, how do you just go up and make fun of people like that and not <laughs> real, and get real, killed? Real, real quick,
2: um, in Tacoma, Washington, where we're from, yeah. Joe Torre performed there. Yeah. And him and the the guy that was operating the lights yeah. capped on each other for a half an hour.
0: And did Joe win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Killed. Joe, Joe. That's with what the he, with the with the light operator though with the light out op- yeah because that's what they did. <laughs> I'm telling you man like old school like that that see like the, these cats don't even know because Def Jam was when when I was a kid that was like this is untouched territory yeah we've always heard about this underground uh you know this underground movement of comedy especially in the black community because yeah. you heard it from like the bigger celebrities like like you know what i mean like steve harvey like yeah i did the chitlin circuit you, right, you, right, you, right. And you, you only heard about it right. and then russell simmons put it out there and it was like what the fuck is this right like i, I only know jerry seinfeld and bill cosby <laughs> right, right, right eddie murphy's that that's all i know now you got bill bellamy yeah you got martin lawrence you got chris tucker you got bernie mack you got steve harvey you got, like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. You got Joe Torre just crushing it. Like, I would... L- okay, so Fat Tuesdays, I'm doing a show with Joe Tory. Mm-hmm. right? I go up and I do my thing. I'm, I'm beast mode. I'm, I'm like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm, I'm just knocking out as many jokes as I can. Getting applause breaks or whatever, right? And I go backstage and Joe Tory's sitting there, right? Because yeah. he's, he's closing the show. And I was like, I was so excited. I like, shook his hand. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Joe, man. Like, it's an honor to meet you. I'm so happy. I'm finally working with you, man. Blah, blah, blah. And this is exactly what he says. He's like, hey, man. I'm going to try and do his voice, but it's hard. You're real good. You're real good. Um, Never be scared of silence. I hope this is a good Joe Torre impersonation. (laughs) Never be scared of silence. I'm like, okay. He goes, yeah, man. When you get silence, that means they're listening to you, man. Mm. Like, you ain't got to go out there and, like, try and get an applause break, applause break, applause break. Like. Sometimes it's good to just let them hear you talk. That way they're listening. Mm. Don't be scared of silence, man. You're scared of silence. Yeah. And I didn't know what the fuck that meant. <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> I, I just, re- I left there with like so much bitterness. Like, oh, he just, he just hated it because I came with it. Right, 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 right. And then, you know, eight years later, I'm like headlining and now I get it. Right. I'm like, Oh, there's more to just stand up than joke, joke, applause break. Right. There's stories to be told. There's there's things that you need to listen to. You need to hear me. I got something to tell you. Right. Listen. Here's a story. Oh, I'm gonna hit you with a joke, but listen to this. Cause when you got them listening, you got full control of that crowd. They're yours. They're on they're in that bus and they're taking that ride. Yeah. You're the bus driver. I'm gonna take you to whatever town I'm going to. And I got it. Now I get it. Yeah. And now I say it. I say that to up and coming comics like, "Yo, yo, you crush, but don't be scared of silence, man." Yeah. Like sometimes when you hear nothing in the audience, that means you got full control, man. You can say anything. You can tell them any story.
2: So the instinctive feeling is to hear silence and feel like you're bombing. Is that is that I,
0: That's the addition. When you're coming up, you, you think, "Oh, they they're just oh god, it's quiet." Right. Nah, huh, man, like that's what you want sometimes. It's like don't be scared of that. That moment of just standing there and just thinking, you see me do it, Dre. Yeah. You see me do it all the time where I'm just like yeah, 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 okay, ba 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 ba. Like yeah. I'm not sc- like they're there, man. You got them. Yeah. And that's that's the cool thing about stand up, man. Is like that that moment of control is is amazing and what you can do with it. Right. And where you can take them. Cuz it's like it it's it's to the moment where you all you look at everyone and go, "Okay, now look left." And you'll see the whole audience go, "Huh?" And they whole oh. all look left because they're so engaged, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So I finally got it. And it was the best. Like, that's, that's, that advice was so amazing. Anyways, fast forward to my son's first day at high school. Uh, well, actually, summer school. And he's meeting with this kid, Joe. And they're yeah. just hanging out. And they're hitting it off. They look like twins, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he wants to go to Palm Springs with Joe's family. And I'm like, well, who's Joe? <laughs> and then my son's like, do you know Joe Torrey? I'm like, yeah, I know Joe Torre. Like, I work with him blah, blah, blah. I know Joe. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's Joe's dad. Wow. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're kidding me right now. Wow. He's like, no, that's Joe's dad, Joe yeah. Torre. My friend's Joe Torre Jr. I'm like, you <laughs> have to be kidding me right now. So anyways, they go to Palm Springs together. I go to pick my – my son <laughs> – I forget that my son got out of school, and he's in Joe's car. He's like, yeah, Joe's going to take me to his house. Joe Torrey is right. taking my son home. Right, right, right. And I'm like, so I go and pick up Joe Torrey. He's in his man cave in the in the garage. I don't know what it is with black guys, but they always have man caves. <laughs> But uh but I uh oh, we gotta get him on this show, bro. Yeah. I'd love to. because I, be yeah, I want to tell All him right. that story to his face. But anyways, uh uh he 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 uh I go to I knock it, knock on the door and and Joe Tory's son opens the door. He's like, Oh, Joe's uh, in the bathroom row, he'll be right out. And then he gets he comes out of the house and starts knocking on the garage door. And you hear Joe go, Yeah. He's like, Uh uh, Joe's here. Joe's dad's here. And then the garage door opens <laughs> to his man cave. Uh, yeah, you know, it's my man cave. You know, I just like to sit there and just, like you know, separate myself from the family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just my little getaway, you know, every guy's got a habit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he still looks good, man. Still looks Yo, man, I don't know what it is with comedians, but we don't age, bro. Right. Because yeah. he still looks like Joe Torre from Poetic Justice. Yeah. Like, and it's cool, man, because he's a good father, man. Like, he was like, he was like, yeah, we moved out here, uh, you know, because he was like, we moved out here because I wanted to make sure he goes to a good school. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, oh, man, that's a good guy. Man. Dope, man. Yeah, really cool story, man. So anyways, fast forward to me looking at my son and, and telling him, you know, that Joe Torre's dad is my like one of my mentors right, like right. i you know i used to sit there and eat microwave popcorn and wait for midnight every saturday night just to see joe torrey host deaf comedy jam like that was a thing for me right and record it you know what i mean And yeah. have it and i told him that and i, and I was like yo man his dad's a legend bro yeah like i just I'm want down. you to know that his I'm dad's down. a legend so uh and then i also told him i go but um you don't have to tell him that, because <laughs> your dad's a legend too, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, I got to get Joe on this show, man. Yeah, Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do cool. that. That'd, That'd be cool. cool to get him on here, yeah. man. But anyway,s that's all right. Joe, Is his jo- his kid's name Joe. His name, his dad, his son's name's Joe. Looks just like my son. Kid's badass too. He's karate expert. Really? Yeah, he got like a like a second degree black belt. Damn. My son came back from Palm Springs with him and he goes, Dad, Joe's got eight eight abs. <laughs> I'm like, what? Eight abs. We counted them. He has eight <laughs> eight abs on his so it's like it's not even normal. Like he has to go to a doctor. He's not allowed to lift weights because he's abnormally functioning. His body's like growing weird. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor said for him now, when he sits up, he's not allowed to do an actual sit up because he'll just probably grow another ab. This kid's got eight abs. What the fuck? It's eight more than me. Right? <laughs> eight more than me. So, yeah, man, it's kind of cool, man. That Full is. circle. Yeah. But man, this, this, this world is a lot smaller than we think, bro. Absolutely. Be running into people like. You ever think of something and then that person calls you yep. or or you run into them? It's like, it's weird. It's you, so weird. You ever had that moment where you think of something or think of somebody and it just pops up? Have you ever had that?
3: Yeah, I, I definitely have had that. Like, what? It, tell
0: me, try and get, think of one story because I got one that was just kind of weird. Um, you, you want me to tell you? Yeah, go, go. All right. So <laughs> I'm in love with the Food Network. And like literally Like I binge watch Me, Me and Amy binge watch The Food Network And we cannot get enough Of beating Bobby Flay I can't get enough Of that show You like that show The
3: the Wait are you talking About Throwdown
0: No beating oh, Bobby beating Flay Bobby. Like you gotta beat Bobby Flay And no one never does Cause he's the Michael Jordan Of <laughs> he's cooking He's a man And then uh, 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 Food Network stars and, uh, and of course, uh, Top Chef. Like, I'm addicted to all of those. Like, I'll even watch Chopped if I have to. I don't care. I'll yeah. watch anything on that network. And we're just binge watching, binge watching, watching, it, watching, watching it. I'm a foodie. I love to eat when I'm on the road. I'm not a drinker. I like to eat. Fast forward to me having this meeting with Giada, who is kind of like, you know, she's the female Bobby Flay. Like, it's there's only two people on that network. It's Giada and Bobby Flay. Yeah. And now I'm having this meeting with... What? With Giada. It was (laughs) just like, it was the craziest thing. Right, yeah. Full-on meeting about, you know, producing a show with me, and we love your work, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you love my work? I love your work. You know what I mean? And then they were talking about this video I made about the Halal guys, you know, this food truck in New York. They're like, yeah, we were all dying laughing, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I made that video for fun. Right. And here it is, this this company is looking at it and loving it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it, it's just like that, that whole like throwing it out there that like,
3: like weird energy thing.
0: Yeah. It, it's weird. Right. Cause all I kept talking about was Bobby Flay and the food network and I love food and right. Sheldon and all that. Like, and then boom, here comes you out of like, I never in my life was like, I'm a throw a show towards food network. Like I never thought like that. Yeah. I'd love to have it, but I was like, that was never on my list to be like, let's produce shows on on the Food Network. Right, right. I just like the show. Yeah, and here it is. It's come full circle. You
3: should do like some sort of travel show or food oh, show. Are you kidding? I'm gonna. You,
0: you pretty much do it. I'm like. gonna man. Yeah, got to. I got dude. I have this idea of, uh, that I'm gonna take my friend. I'm gonna take a Filipino friend of mine to Monterey, and we're just gonna look at like like automobiles all day. Mm-hmm. And eat as many oysters as we can. i watch that show. That sounds I'd watch that show. That great, actually. I'd watch that show. I have a co-star idea for you, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chris Laksamana. Chris Laksamana. Huh? Like that? How many oysters can he put in his mouth? <laughs> On the side of his mouth? <laughs> 30. You will lose. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What do you have? As far as that that like That, that, of- that whole thinking of something and it just happens.
3: Uh, you know this. I'll, I'll bring it to the food network as well. I uh, for a while I uh, I I like uh, triple D, triple G, no no oh
0: tri- triple D diners da- dive ins and, and drives uh, drives yeah
3: yeah yeah. So I will watch that show and you know everyone everyone craps on Guy Fieri, but I personally I like the guy. Like I think it's he's fun to watch and then yeah. so I uh, so I, I I go on air. I talk about how much I like him and then we head over to Vegas SEMA the SEMA show and. There he is. He's in he's in the booth with me. Isn't that weird? And, yeah. We take a <laughs> selfie. Wow. But that's weird, right?
0: Yeah, it was wild.
3: Uh, like, uh, like l- if
0: randomly. You, I really, I really like, especially now, it's been happening a lot lately and it's kind of scaring me. Yeah. But the more you think about it, it really comes true, man. Just keep thinking about it. Whatever it is you want to do, keep thinking about it. It it will happen. I don't know what it is the the right things will start moving like gravitating towards you whatever yeah. you need whatever you're thinking about like oh I want to be a baker like goddamn oven will start moving towards you you know what <laughs> I mean like, it's like, like what is this <laughs> oven doing here <laughs> let me bake something this is weird. <laughs>
1: The studio we're in right now, I listen to Adam Carolla's show every day, and I moved out here, uh, and not long after, they said they were looking for an intern, and now I work here, and I le- listen to this show every oh, wait, day. Wait, so
0: you listen to the Carolla show, uh, podcast- every, Yeah, every day. When you were in- M-
1: Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Are you being
0: honest right now? I swear
1: to God, I moved out here to try to get a job of podcasting, except I was applying to like Podcast One and like the ad agencies, because I yeah. didn't think they had positions open. Then one day, they said, our intern's leaving, we need to do one.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: Now I'm here. I kind of wish I would have shot higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how crazy is that? It is, it's nuts. It's nuts.
0: Because you're you kept thinking about it, and you were like, yeah. "I'm going to move forward. I know where it's at, so I'll move there, and I'll just." Up. And then next thing you know, an intern leaves, position opens. Now you're right next to Adam. Like, what? That doesn't even make sense, right? Doesn't even make sense. Like, you can't even explain that. Yeah. Because he didn't have, like, I don't know. How about you? What is yours? Um, I have a couple, like, quick ones, though. Yeah, so, go for it. So,
2: 2000, 1998, 99, that era. Yeah. Um, A friend of mine, Tyrone, you know. Yeah. We, we came out to L.A., right? We were supposed to have a couple meetings. Yeah. Music music meetings. Yeah. Music industry is kind of flaky sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both meetings fall through, right? Yeah. I'm sitting in a, in a motel room. A motel. Yeah. On La Brea in Hollywood. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's that's not a good area. <laughs> no, that's a long. bad area.
2: And we I'm like, man, I just I wanna quit. Yeah. And I'm telling him this. We're in the room and I'm like, I am I'm, I'm done with this, man. This is this is too much. Yeah. He's like, Oh man, let's just go down to the beach, you know what I'm saying? So you need to clear your head. So we go down to Santa Monica, we're driving down Santa Monica. Doctor Dre is coming out of a restaurant with his family. Seriously? Just randomly, just like, yeah. And I'm like, this is ninety. Oh. This is ninety eight. Doctor Dre. Yeah, chronic, yeah. chronic. Two thousand one. Maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah. Right after Eminem dropped. Yeah. And uh, Tyron's like, oh man, you gotta, you gotta stop. Yeah. Cause I got, I have demos with me and all that. You know what I mean? So he's like, you gotta stop. And I'm like, nah, man, he's with his family. I don't. Yeah. He's like, bro, you got, you have to. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I'm like it, stomach in knots, like if it's yeah. Dr. Dre, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, Dre, I'm, 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 I'm like, Yeah. And I like put my hand up. To, did you like, do something stupid, kind of like Dre? I'm Dre too. No. <laughs> I, I probably should have, but no, I didn't. <laughs> what did you say? I just go Dre, and I wave my. I, I don't know what to do because he's with his family, yeah, he's with yeah. his kids, and so I wave my CD in the air, like, and he he goes. Puts his hand up, like, puts a finger up, like, okay, hold on. Puts his kids and his wife in the car and actually comes over and talks to me. And, what? And, and takes the CD and, you know what I mean? Nothing came out of it, but I it, it was, we were having that energy.
0: Yeah. And that came about, you know what I mean? That's so, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I love that, yeah. man. And that's cool that you seized that opportunity, too. Like, you went and, like.
2: Yeah. It was, it was awkward because I was just like. This is Dr. Train. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But
0: yo, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You see that and you go for it.
2: Yeah. The other one is real quick is that I was on a, uh, do I have time? Yeah. I was on a, I was on a plane five, six years ago. Uh, There's a guy named Kenny Carkeet is his name. He's a producer for a group called A Wall Nation. He's sitting across the aisle from me and we're just, we're just talking on the way from Seattle back to LA. He uh, ends up inviting Gemma and I to their uh, Jimmy Kimmel performance. Uh-huh. We go to that. We do all that. I don't see him here from you know. We don't you know. We just didn't yeah, talk yeah. for like the next four or five years.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm on Twitter and he and he says uh, I'm looking for an intern. So I tell my son who yeah. who graduated yeah, pretty, for yeah. engineering, you should do this. Yeah. Two days ago, he goes, "Hey man, uh, I think." Kenny just asked me to start engineer or not start engineering, but to come engineer his show.
0: What? Yeah. So yeah. That, you met him on a
2: plane five six years ago.
0: That's so cool, bro.
2: And it came full. Circle. And now your son's doing it. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah,
0: it's kind. Of, you know what else is kind of cool? Animal yeah. a- Nation. That
2: the, the yeah, a yeah, A-Wal that's A-Wal great band. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, like- so he broke up with that group. So he's he's in a group with a guy uh, from Eve Six. I can't remember his name right now. There so they have it. a they have a group called Fitness now that
0: they're in. That's dope. Yeah. You know what's cool? Like what I love about uh you is uh um you, you played basketball. Yeah. And then you also went into rap. Yeah. And uh and then you had two kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has two kids. The daughter plays basketball for Louis uh, uh for uh Illinois, Illinois State. Illinois yeah. State. And then the son's an engineer. Yeah, a music engineer. That's cool, right?
2: No, I have this little trick where I can portion off my DNA. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But that's
0: cool, right?
2: I'll teach it to you later. But isn't that cool? It is. It's 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 kind of weird, but yeah, it's It's really cool to see that.
0: And I'm like, I'm excited to see, like, what my son's gonna do. Yeah. Like, yo, is he gonna get into stand up? Because he's funny, bro. My son's naturally funny. He can act, you know what I mean. He's yeah. got my looks, like God. He got really <laughs> blessed with that. He, he's solid no matter what he does. Yeah, he's solid. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd love to see it. Like it's got to be good cool. Timing, his timing
2: is developing. Yeah, because I, I, I hang out. You know, I've hung out with him a couple of times. Yeah. recently as he's gotten
0: older, and I'm like, this dude's really funny. Yeah, he knows when to hit it. He yeah. knows when to say it. Yeah, he's he's smart, man. So it's I, I'm kind of like I can't wait to see what happens because. It's got to be fun for you to be like, damn, my daughter's playing. Yeah. Got a full ride. What? Yeah, man. My son's an engineer. What? Yeah. That's cool, bro. Yeah, it is. And it's you. You're the inspiration. Yeah. And the DNA. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's so dope. If you would have left them, they would have found you somehow through music <laughs> and basketball. <laughs> Your daughter's playing for the New York <laughs> like, Liberty. That kid looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> that that girl with the handles looks like me for some reason. <laughs> this year MVP. Yeah. AJ Simmons. What the fuck? I <laughs> huh. tell you. you I got wonder. The, I got the same last name. That's cool.
2: Yeah, no. It is real cool. Oh, real quick, I, thought, I of.
3: thought of one more. When I, when I first got this job and I told a buddy of mine, like, hey, I started um, working with this guy, Adam Corolla." I didn't really know who he was at the time. And he says, oh, let me play you a clip. It's hilarious. He go, we go on YouTube and he plays me this clip of Adam talking to Kobayashi. On the oh, phone uh. and on the and, where on the four four five? No, he was just on the phone with, with Kobayashi, a guy playing Kobayashi, right? And it was hilarious. And now, whenever I saw that friend for years, we'd all just talk about that clip, like, "Hey, man, that it's crazy." And now here I am working with Kobayashi. That's was crazy. That was, that was, that right, was a, right, right, Yeah, we used to talk about the clip all the time, and I knew, I didn't know it was you uh, until uh, you, you started coming in. <laughs> that was his radio show. Yeah.
0: Holy but that's how smoke. he that's
3: how that's he great. knew Adam and that's how he showed me like like
0: how funny it would it would be. What? Yeah. And now you're working with Adam and me. Yeah. That's so it's cool. Wild. See, I love those stories. Hell yeah, you guys. Keep pressing forward. You know what I mean? Yep. Whatever it is you want to do in life, you can do it, man. Yeah. Think about it. God, I hate it when people like This is what I hate. Uh, I said this the other day, Dre. I was like, "You can tell everyone the secret." You can tell it like that's the secret. Right. I'll tell you the secret. Yep. You want to know what I did to do it? Here, this is it. This is my secret. I did this, and then it's up to them whether they want to do it. Right. And nine times out of ten, they don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. But there's that one cat that does, and that's the one that's gonna that that's the one that's gonna move forward. And it's like, dude, it's like I, I, it sounds like we're we're making this up, and it's not, man. It's like. When you think of something and you really want it, and you just lay it, like lay it on thick, like this is all you live and breathe and think about, I swear to you, it's going to happen. You just start moving, moving towards it, man. So, if anyways, if you're listening right now, I say this every time in your cubicle, or at your desk, or at the gym with your headphones on, at the bakery, at the bakery. (laughs) You didn't even know you were going to be a baker until that fucking oven jumped in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it, man. That's an old Nike say- saying. Just it do it. Just fucking do it, man. God, give it a shot. Give it a whirl, yeah, man. It's real, man. Nothing better than failure. Failure yeah. makes you stronger, man. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I'd rather fail than to be a, like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Right. I hate to be that guy. I'd hate to die. I hate that, that to be my last words. Imagine. Oh, I don't know what it... I don't know what it would have been like if I tried stand up. Imagine it.
2: Imagine this. Imagine you're not you're not Joe Coy. Yeah, you're 60, 70 years old, right? Yeah, and you still have the stories, though. Yeah. Regardless whether you made it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the experience. Yeah, yeah. I got them. Come uh, on. all. Other than that, all you
0: have is regret. Exactly. You, do you know what I mean? You got regret. Yeah. That's what my my dad says that to me, Nick. My dad says regret. He goes, he goes, bro. All I wanted to be was a pilot. I just didn't want to go to college. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take out the hours. I didn't want to. Blah blah blah. Yeah. He, he had all these excuses. Yeah. So I just, I, I was lazy. I didn't want to. Blah blah blah. And he goes, oh, that's why I live vicariously through you. <laughs> he said that to yeah. me. It kind of touched my heart. Yeah. He's like watching you chase your dream and become a comedian, man. That's why I'm so into it, man. Because you, you're really out there doing it. I wanted to be a pilot and I never did it, man. <laughs> I always said, what if? Yeah. That's cool, right? Yeah. So just go do it. Nick, Chris, Dre. It's good to have you back, man. Yeah, man. I'm happy to be back. We'll get back in the mix. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, There's a couple things I want to promote real quick. You ready? My son's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) He had all four wisdom teeth pulled. Nice. And I'm telling you this right now, parents. It's a brutal thing to happen to your kid. Oh, He's dying right now. He looks like a chipmunk. And, uh, but it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Yeah. It really is. He keeps drinking shit, and it's falling out of his mouth. He got loopy, you know what I mean, where they put them under, and when they wake up, they're crazy. And I got it all on tape. Or tape. Yeah, yeah, I had a VHS tape. A Betamax. Yeah, I had a, a Betamax. Beta, beta yeah, and, beta. beta and he looked at the doctor, and I, I, you know, they were like, your son's ready. You can come see him. And I'm walking down the hallway, and all I hear my son yelling at the doctor, you took my lips. <laughs> <laughs> this guy took my lips. Where's my tongue? Where's my tongue? You took my tongue. Then he touched his lip, and he goes, my tongue. I don't have a tongue. <laughs> Then he had blood on his teeth, and it looked like gold teeth, and he goes, I'm 21 Savage like a motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Bro, it's the funniest thing you'll ever see, man. I'm going to post that video. I can't wait to post it. I'm going (laughs) to chop it up. It's going to be so funny. Anyways, that was fun. I love you guys. Love you, I'm back. Let's keep doing these. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to be, but go to joecoy.com. When's this going to air? Tomorrow? Yeah. Today? I'll put up tomorrow. Really? Yeah. All no. right. what about
2: the uh, LOL show?
0: Real LOL, quick. you guys, Kevin Hart, brah, gave me a show. It's called Inglorious Pranksters. Go to LOL Network. Check that out. Netflix, it's on. Chris Laxamana, we're out. Nick, Dre, I love you. Peace, love you. Bro. Love y'all.
2: Blowing, showing off their house. Nappy Roots on the radio. And you know it Bob? Last night they hit the big three. Bob was a man, force one.